in this second week of Advent, the readings are arranged to keep us uh, mindful of the one who is coming with salvation for every one of us. We hear of the news of the return of the exile, the return from exile of the people of Israel. Uh, the first reading from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 40. This begins the second part. Isaiah has three parts, so from 40 is the second part of uh, Isaiah. So in this second part, he is comforting the people who were in exile that the Lord is coming with salvation for every one of them. And because he is coming, that everyone should, uh, every valley uh, to be filled in, every mountain to be made low, you know, all the requirements that they need to do for the one who is coming. And we can relate very well with this experience, especially in our time. Our own exile is not, nothing much more than our separation from the Lord. We are alienated from the Lord because of our sins and our, uh, yes, because of our sins, we are in exile and the Lord is coming with salvation for all of us, calling us in this time of Advent to be reconciled with him. He is always in search of every one of us, just like the gospel we say, even just living the 99 and searching out just for the single one. It means that each person, we matter so much to him that he is always like that provident father he is looking out to see when we will come back home. May we seize this opportunity of uh, the period of retreat because Advent is also a moment of uh, penance to draw near to him who comes with salvation for all of us. That is one. Secondly, we can also imitate the example of the Father, God himself, in seeking out, perhaps most times we only see the group, like the 99, not knowing that there might be one just by the side that needs our attention, that needs our care, to always look out for those ones, the neglected ones, we can say, oh, it doesn't matter. But we can also look out for those who are just on the sideline, the marginalized, the depressed, those who are not even thought about or cared for. So to imitate their example. And we see that in the life of St. Ambrose, who had a large uh, congregation. You know, he was a bishop of Milan in Italy. And because of his uh, allegorical exegesis. You know, he's very good with scripture and he's so good with, uh, very eloquent when he talks. So his sermons were compelling that all who heard him were touched and were converted. A good example is St. Augustine. Augustine's conversion, uh, you can say, kicked off with uh, his uh, encounter with this bishop. Uh, St. Ambrose, and the rest is the story that you know very well. So we see how he did not spare, like just this one person, St. Augustine, to see that he received the salvation that God has come to brought to everyone. And eventually, uh, he succeeded in doing that, of course, with the grace of God. And today, we enjoy the fruit of both St. Ambrose and St. Augustine, 
they have rich resources, spiritual materials, even theological uh, treatises that help to shape most of the doctrines that we uh, enjoy today. One, as I will say always, when we remember the saints, we reverence them, respect them. Secondly, we ask them to pray for us, but above all, to imitate their examples. That is the only way we can honor and gain much grace each time we celebrate the saints. The scripture will say, as you reflect on the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith. May God help us, strengthen us to imitate the faith of St. Ambrose and also to open ourselves with the salvation that is coming to comfort us through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>